three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter. Uh, um, Triple H. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm Triple H. I am the game. Uh, And I'm here with uh, fellow podcaster, uh, co-host of the KJ and OJ show, which you can go and check out on SoundCloud. I highly recommend you do. They're quite wonderful. Uh, OJ, OJ, how you doing, sir? Oh, hey, oh, I'm well. And yourself? I am, I am well because we are talking about uh, a movie that surprised me. Uh, we're talking about Rocket Man, and the reason I say that it surprised me is because uh, Teron Edgerton, uh, OJ hasn't seen the uh, Kingsman movies yet, so. His point of reference with Teron Edgerton right now is uh, Robin Hood. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm real kind of laughing, thinking about that, going, oh, he hasn't even seen the Kingsman movie, so he doesn't even have a, like, a way to balance this. With, like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, the, it's Robin Hood. like, oh, Robin Hood's playing Elton John. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, like, that sounds stupid. <laughs> like, so, I mean, <laughs> now... We, we, we never properly reviewed Bohemian Rhapsody, but I'm just going to say right now, uh, that was one of those movies I was arguing with people about, because people were going like, oh, Bohemian Rhapsody, it's so... I remember people saying that it's the best music biopic ever. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. Why do you think that? And I get people love Queen. I know Bohemian Rhapsody's one, arguably one of the best songs that's ever been written. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I know that people want great gay representation but Rami Malek did not play Freddie Mercury and the reason why in my opinion he didn't play Freddie Mercury is because he didn't sing his own goddamn songs I know that some people are gonna say that's nitpicky uh what walking phoenix uh play guitar sang to be Johnny Cash uh Jamie Foxx went ahead and played piano sang to go ahead and be uh Ray Charles like uh, fucking A, uh, Andre 3000 learned to play guitar left-handed to be Hendrix. Like, yeah. it's like, guys, like, I understand that people love, pardon me, that people love Freddie Mercury so much. I get that. But the film is good. It's a good film with a great performance. That's okay. But when people were saying it's the best movie of last year, I was like, I, I don't understand this. Um, I can already tell you some people are going to love this more than others. Um, the critical reception on this has been great. People are, are really digging this. And I think the reason for me that uh, I, I I dug this so much, and I'm going to steal Elton John's quote here, because he was asked directly why wasn't this PG-13. And he said, I didn't lead a PG-13 life. Word. And honestly, if you go ahead and just do a little bit of research on Freddie Mercury, neither did he, but... And I get Queen is super protect, like they are super protective over Freddie Mercury. Uh, That's oh, why Sasha Baron Cohen dipped out because he was going to be Freddie. Yeah, and actually uh, that would have been interesting to see, honestly, because right. Sasha Baron Cohen, you know, he has no limits. He'll do pretty much like, anything. The, the contracts were signed, like that was good to go. Yeah, because he's the one who was like, "No, nah, this is too much for me. I'm gone." Yeah. So he's the one who quit the production. So it wasn't like he was fired. 
Because, like, that's a misconception I've heard a couple times that he was fired from. I was like, oh, he quit. I did not know that. And okay. that was because Queen got, the band got their hands too far in. Mm, okay. I did. I was not aware of that. Yep. Um, so what's crazy about this is that, and I mean this affectionately, this is one of the gayest movies I've ever seen. Like, this, <laughs> like, like this, like this is like the birdcage on steroids. I was like, oh my god, like it is, like it is. Uh, birdcage is wonderful. And no, oh no, I love the birdcage. It's a very gay movie. But, it is, but it's wonderful. But it is a wonderful movie. So is also the Road to El Dorado, which I remember watching as a kid and going like, oh, this is kind of gay. Like, like, yeah. like. But you were like the two main characters. I'm like, okay, they're clearly gay for each other. The movie just won't admit it because it's for kids. <laughs> like, and I watched it maybe five years ago. I went, yeah, it's still really gay. And I was like, oh, all right. But the movie's just silly. This movie, oh my God, they lean the gay aspect of it. And honestly, I like that. I like the fact that they don't play down how incredibly flamboyant uh, Elton John is. Uh, is. I mean, he's in his, what, 60s? He's got to be older than that now. 70s, maybe? He might be in his 70s. Yeah, I'm going to check. I know he's like... He's at the... Uh, he's on his retirement tour right now. But he, oh, he's 72. 72. He, yeah. hides, he hides it well. I think he looks good still. Like, but, uh, but yeah, they really do not downplay at all how fanboying he is. Uh, at the end of the movie, they show the, uh, the pictures of... Taron Edgerton playing them, and then versus like the actual photos, it's crazy how close they actually are with the costumes. Who, whoever did the costume design, I think they're gonna win uh, best costume design. Like, I, 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 like, I highly agree with that. Like I, I highly agree. With like that. I was sitting there kind of like amazed. I was like, oh my yeah. god, these are. And the the young kid they got to play Young Elton John that freaked me out. They showed the actual picture of Young Elton John. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm like, this looks like some clone that, shit. That, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't find the kid's name, but but a, a tip of the hat to you, sir, or a spot of tea, whatever they say over there. <laughs> like, a spot of tea. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it, it, I, I don't know. Pip, pip, cheerio. Pip, cheerio. But, 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 but I... But, if you heard about culture. <laughs> and so, okay, so I've talked about this on the podcast multiple times. I have a huge thing for Bryce Dallas Howard, so when I saw her in this, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh Bryce, I was like, I, I love you so much. She plays, uh, 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 uh Sheila. The mom. Yeah, and, oh my god, if you want to talk about just nature versus nurture, like we were talking about Brightburn, his parents are damn near supervillains. They are yeah. such evil people. I was, I was getting. His dad, too, like, I wanted to punch his dad in the face. His dad is a prick. Like yeah. his his dad is actually a prick. Yeah. And 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 you're a bi- you're a big rock fan, and it's it's really interesting to watch this biopic because one of the common threads for a lot of rock stars is that whole hey I'm a very natural creative person. Hey, can you go ahead and support me in this? Nah, we're good. And so that person you know gets resentful and turns to fill in the blank for acceptance, and then they exactly. end up spiraling once they get to a certain amount of uh, uh, stature, you know. And yeah. I think people forget, Elton John was a shit when he first came out. Like, I actually went back after I watched the movie and kind of researched a little bit. I had no idea he was that big and hitting that much mm-hmm. in his heyday. It's pretty crazy, actually, when you go back and look at it. But um, but I, I, I appreciate the... I. I I appreciate this movie for the narrative choice it makes. It kind of does, 
it kind of pulls a Deadpool, or it kind of goes between uh, flashbacks and present day. But it starts off with him rehab, which I went, you know what? Okay, I kind of like that. And where it wrapped up with him still obviously being rehab, but kind of him accepting who he is. I went, I I appreciate this a lot. So the movie, the movie starts off with him as a kid. He's um, so he's got his dad, his mom, and then his uh, his grandma, right? Yes, that's the impression. I yeah, I think that is his grandma. Yeah, who's played by uh, uh played by Gemma Jones. Yes. She's she, great. She was great in this. Yeah. Um, she's the only person who's like who gives a shit about him because the dad is like, uh, whiskey, uh, records. Like, there's a point where Elton tries to go sit with him in, in uh, his dad's den and goes, "Yeah, you're gonna have to be quiet if you're gonna sit here." It's like, what a guy. It's like, damn it, dude. Like, Listen to my jazz records. Yeah, and and this and damn Elton, it, boy. And Elton grabs. A record and tries to handle him. He goes, "Don't ever touch my records." I'm like, "I'm like, oh my god! Like, chill the fuck out." You would swear it's a drum set. <laughs> I, yeah, I, <laughs> nice well played. Like it's it's ridiculous, but I, I've had par- I have friends whose parents are like that, so not outside the realm possibility. But this really is a classic rise and fall story, and I appreciate that Teron Edgerton really jumped in. To this, as much as he did, he was talking about how he took vocal classes, how he spent time with Elton John. Uh, they sang together at this, uh, I would say, like a, a post Oscars party, and I remember I was confused because him and uh, him and Elton, uh, Teron Edgerton singing with each other, he he was able to keep pace way better than I thought he was going to be able to. I'm like, oh, okay. And he leans into the, the pageantry, the very flamboyant, uh, flamboyance of Elton John, uh, to right down to uh, to a, a pretty intense, uh, a pretty intense love scene with uh, Richard Madden, who, okay, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. So okay, I don't watch Game of Thrones because uh, I don't like to be disappointed by endings. But I. <laughs> so well, I'll tell you, man, uh, uh, Richard Madden. Yeah. Do not be surprised if he is the next James Bond. So, it's funny you bring that up. The name's I, been tossed around a little bit. When I saw him, like, first show up in the movie, and, like, he introduces himself to Elton, he is so fucking suave. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Like, even I was kind of like, ooh, hi there. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> like, so, yeah, but yeah, he may be the next James Bond. There's He's in that conversation. He... How he hasn't been in a superhero movie yet is kind of surprising to me. Right? Like well, he, hey, he, not yet. Yeah, oh, oh, dude, it'll happen. Give it five years, it'll happen. I mean, well, I mean, if he gets Bond, probably not, but... Uh, what if he's uh, Professor X? Ooh, make a good Reed Richards. I could... Like, yeah, for, for I still look. say David Tennant. No, and, no, and, and trust me, I'll say right now, I love David Tennant. Like, like you're the one who threw out the idea of Tennant as uh, uh, Reed Richards, and I... Fully support that, yes. but but Sorry. this guy this guy would be a solid uh, alternative. Yes, but the movie works so well for me because of the relationship between uh, well, it's a it's a three way uh, <laughs> a, 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 a devil's three way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it's uh, it's it's really the acting shops of uh, Taron Egerton as Elton, Jamie Bell as a uh, Bernie. Uh, I want to say Toppin. As I say it, Bernie like, Toppin. Yeah, who's Elton's best friend. Their relationship, yeah. oh my god, I did not know I could love 
like a bromance with like I was really actually kind of surprised to be honest with you with how much I like that uh, that romance and then of course Richard Madden comes in as a uh, John Reed who ends up becoming Elton's uh, manager yeah. uh, for a time and they're anytime one of them is on screen the movie's great like it's absolutely wonderful there's a couple points where one of the three of them's not on screen and that's one of the few times where I was like. Uh, can I get back to Elton or get back to one of the like? I need one of them on. You know what I, I mean? I got you. Kind of your thoughts on that? Um, so how do I put this? I had like I told you earlier, like off mic, that I liked it, didn't love it, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a better way to compare this movie. Um, this movie almost feels like it wants to be a new version of all that jazz. Interesting. Okay. Have you ever seen all I that jazz? I have seen all that jazz, yeah. Yeah, so that's like Bob Fosse. Bob Fosse directed that movie as a fucking um, semi-autobiographical thing about and about facing death at the same time. Yeah. And as a choreographer as he was, he was like living a total rock star lifestyle at the same time. Yeah. And um, he basically parodied that life in that movie, All That Jazz. Okay. And this, it feels like Elton John had this put together for almost the same damn effect. And I didn't realize it before until we were just like talking about it. it. And it actually makes a lot more sense to me. It makes me actually like it a bit more. Um, Really, watch All That Jazz again and then watch Rocket Man. And I think you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, But you're right, though, on the three of them. Edgerton, Bell, and Madden. Um, anytime any of them are on screen, they're fucking killing it. Wasn't Jamie Bell the thing? Yeah, it's funny. Because I, I was getting there because I remember seeing him in the last Fantastic Four movie. And I was just like, God. Like, I, I was mad at Jamie Bell. I'm like, fuck Jamie Bell. Like, <laughs> like, I was mad at Michael B. Jordan after that movie. I'm like, oh, you're all terrible. But... But uh, but he, I remember seeing him as Snowpiercer, and that that helped. I was like, okay, like you were in Snowpiercer, so fine. But let me ask you this, because I think Jamie Bell is gonna go real unsp- unsung on this, because I, 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 Eric Edgerton's so good. Um, I think Bell could get uh, a supporting actor nomination. See, I think that's gonna go to Madden personally. Really, I, I think it will now. I, I agree with you. I think Jamie Bell's going to get uh, uh, Aaron Eckhart. Honestly, I, like I think that's going to be one of those things where people go, "Oh yeah, who's the guy who plays friend? Oh, Jamie Bell, that guy." Like you, you know, what I mean, it, it, which is a shame because when there's this point where he tells Elton that he loves him, that he's always loved him, and at first Elton, you know, wants wants to go ahead and get get himself some uh, you know some Bernie Dick. You know, he wants he wants to feel the burn. <laughs> As it were, but but you but he and I appreciate that they come with knowledge. He's like, yeah, like he's like, yeah, like I will always love you, just not like that. And it's address, it's off the table, and then you know what I and this is where my heart kind of started to break is that Bernie, you know, he wants to get out there, he wants to get laid, live in the rock style life, but he does pull like a very not cool bro thing. He goes ahead and ditches him for his girl at this party. It, it, it did it in a way where it wasn't like a, hey, I'm going to go off and I'll talk, I'll see you later. He just pieces out. I was like, nah, dude. I'm like, that's a that's a, that's a a no-bro move, man. And, yeah. 
And Elton, while it is admittedly somewhat petty, he does tell him, like, look, you've left me a couple times, man. Like, the hell. And I was like, well, yeah. Like, you're not you're not wrong, but but it's kind of petty. But, but the thing is, though, too, Elton... He's such a bitch to him at points. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like yeah. he, like he, um, Bernie, because Elton has burned himself out. He's 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 doing lines. He's, uh, I mean, well, sex is great. I mean, that, there's no really problem with that. But no, he's like, but he's drinking. He's smoking. He's uh, taking pills. A lot of pills. Like a, a lot, lot of, of pills. A lot of cocaine. Yeah. Like. Uh, like a lot of cocaine. He was like the lead singer of Buck Cherry because he loves the cocaine. Yeah, he very, loves the cocaine. Very nice. But I'm watching that, and as someone's been there, just seeing a friend, a brother, as Bernie calls him, really just going down self destructive path, and you're yeah. trying to help him. It's hard to watch, but you know we've talked about off mic. You can only help people who want to be helped, you know. And so when Bernie's reaching out to Elton, like, dude, you need to calm down. Uh, there's this great line he has where he goes, "People don't pay to see." Uh, I'm blank on his uh, actual name. They pay to uh, see Reggie something. Yeah, uh, 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 Reggie Far like Far brother. He's like they don't pay to see Reggie Far brother. They pay to see Elton fucking John, and he's like snapped on him. I was like, Ooh. I was like. Yeah. He's it back, Elton. <laughs> like, come on, brother. And, you know, and he immediately apologizes, and Brain just goes, I know. And it's one of those things where that's something you can only get away with with a close friend where they treat you like shit in that moment. You just go, I just have to just brush this aside and just kind of keep going. I appreciate they have that relationship and the way they portrayed it, I thought was super well done. Um, while I appreciate the, all of the jazz reference, I really thought they were going for a. Uh, for across like Elton John presents across the universe, and honestly, that's what I wanted. That's really what I got. The thing that kind of always is gonna sound terrible, but something that I was never super crazy about with Across the Universe. Uh, I didn't love the, the drama; just didn't really hit for me. I was kind of like, eh, like the, like it needs to be here because it can't just be you know a long music video. But uh, but, but but I would appreciate a long music video. But you, you, you know, but I I I think that the drama was submarine two, the revenge. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, you kind of told me. No, no, you're good. But I I get. Why some people, which is, I, I like the drama more in this, and the, the big thing this movie accomplishes that a lot of bi music biopics I think fall short on. When he's unhappy, when he's when he's got the houses and the in and, and, and the the men and and you know the awards and he's got gold records like pretty early on in his career yeah. too, and just it's hit after hit after hit and all that. They actually made me feel. Like he's not happy, and that's always one of those things where someone's like, "Oh, like I'm so sad." I've all seen him. I'm kind of like, "Oh, fuck you!" No, you're not. Like this was one of the few times I went, "Oh, he actually seems fucking miserable." When his parents uh, or when his mom goes to uh, visit him at his like, I think it's in Beverly Hills or in L.A. at the time, uh, with his stepdad and then like their neighbors, he just he looks like, "God damn, I don't want you guys here." Like he looks right. genuinely pissed off. And I appreciate seeing um, how they worked, how they worked that in. Most of 
and, and if there is a complaint, I think most of the musical numbers work. There were a couple, I was like, this is good, but I felt like I was kind of on a roller coaster in the sense of some of them really hit high for me, and other ones were great, but there were only a couple that were, like, good. I was like, eh, all right. But the ones that were great, really great, uh, I'll be honest, I like the musical performances more in this than I did in Bohemian Rhapsody. I know people will go and go, what about the Live Aid scene? I thought the rendition of Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting, I love that sequence so much, and your song, and it, the movie ends with I'm Still Standing, which I'll admit I was surprised by, because in my head I'm thinking, oh, Rocketman clearly would be how they end it, and no, you get that about two-thirds of the way through, and I was like, oh, okay, so we're not ending with Rocketman, like, which... I think for some people will be a problem. I personally didn't mind it because I think with ending with I'm still standing, considering he gets out of rehab, that makes more sense narratively. I was like, okay, um, but it was. I will say it's a little puzzling to get Rocket Man as early on as we do. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but like they kind of do the same thing at Across the Universe as well. Yeah, I mean. Across the Universe really works, though, for a title for that movie, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these lives going across, like, it's a set time, you know? That's the great universe, the, the travel of the great universe of life, right? We see these people all go through this, like, great length. And uh, that's why I think that really... <laughs> well, no, but really, I think that is part of the reason why it works. Because, you know, yeah. it's about the, the whole impact of the times and everything. Whereas this is... I mean... You get the same effect... I mean, how do I put this? Ah, uh, there's not a right way I can put this. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't come across the same way. That's all I can say. Sorry. I, no, no. I, and I think for me, like, Rocket Man is such a great title anyway, so I get why they named it Rocket Man. Like, right. You, like, you wouldn't call it, like, Sunday Night's All Right for fighting Delton Johnson. Like, that just seems a little... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That just seems kind of weird. So, like... He doesn't get into a fight once with his boat. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I I get... I get why they wouldn't do that. But... And also, the other thing I will say, too, is... Uh, the way this is shot... This is shot like a musical. Which is something that always drives me nuts when the musical is not done well. Like, the yeah. cameras... The cameras actually... When, when he's playing Rocket Man, the camera's, like, spinning around and... Uh, and like you see the outfit change, I'm like, oh, like oh, fuck yeah, here we go. Um, oh, that all visually is stunning. Yeah, like visually, uh, if I, I don't actually, I, I was gonna say, if you took mushrooms going in this, I don't know if you can handle this on mushrooms. I think people might actually lose their shit because it it gets very, uh, uh, it gets very visually intense at points. I was like, oh shit, like, and I I didn't drink or anything going into this. So I was like, oh. Right, damn, this is kind of a little uh, sensory overload, but in the best way. But um, I I think, like I said, most of the numbers do hit well for me. Uh, Rocket Man, it's a little cheesy. It's kind of like the Runner Bikes and Creed where he actually turns into a rocket and basically, like, <laughs> like, 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 I get the pageantry, but even I was like, all right, <laughs> like, let's, like, let's rein it back a little bit. Uh, with that, but 
again, I really thought the core of this is is the relationships. The, the scene, and I cried. I cried multiple times. The scene that broke my heart, but it really, I think, encompasses where Elton John is now, is where he kind of sees the ghost of his past at the end, like in rehab, and he just makes acceptance of who he is and what he can do and what he needs to change. And I went, that's a really powerful scene, and every actor in that really need to bring what they need to bring uh, to that scene. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard has a scene earlier in the movie, just real quick because I just thought of it, where she talks about how uh, dis- how hard it is to have such a disappointment of a son, and I was like, you're a fucking monster, you deserve to get hit by something really blunt and heavy. Like, it, it's an uncomfortable scene, because they're in the middle of this restaurant when she's telling that, and I just went, oh, oh, you bitch. And there's a scene earlier in the movie with his, uh, his dad where his dad asked for an autograph, and I was like, oh, you're a fucking monster too! Like, the parents are so bad in this. And so it really did help create sympathy for me, and when Elton just, there's a scene where he falls underwater, which I thought was so well done, uh, but he took, like, what, 12 pills and just drank straight vodka and just, and they're pumping his stomach, and I was like, oh my god, this is intense, but it's, oh, it. I thought this was so well done, uh, it's in my top three for favorite films of the year. Just to kind of wrap up with uh, final thoughts here, uh, uh, in game and us, and I and I go back and forth on which one I like more. Um, I enjoyed the Hell Office. It does have some some problems, but comparing this to Bohemian Rhapsody, I I don't think it's even a contest to be completely honest. Um, this will get Best Picture nomination, and uh, Dexter Fletcher, the director. Uh, he apparently was originally in line to do uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which oh no shit yeah, which it, it's it's crazy to think about that now. And he was just, clearly he's like, no, I want to go ahead and you know and, and 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 do this. And he actually directed Eddie of the Eagle too with Taron Egerton too, which was actually really great too. Um, so I'm I'm really happy for this. Oh, he was Cody and Lair Cake, son of a bitch. Okay, that all right. I like this guy. Good on him. So, yeah. Uh, I was leaving the theater. I was at a fan fucking tactic after reading some stuff. I'm gonna give this an A plus because, and I, and that might change honestly after another viewing. I've only seen it once, but when I cry that much and I cheer that much and I. I've been listening to Elton John since Saturday. <laughs> so, like, like, consistently. It's like, man. And I didn't realize how much, like, I didn't realize how much good shit he had, really, until they were going through all the songs. Like, oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, I know that one. Now, though. Fuck, okay, damn. Like, showing off a little Elton, but, but. It's true, man. You know, and what he's done for Get, like, I know people, I think, feel like people's almost, uh, they're, uh, like their defaults for to give you know RuPaul like uh, like Ellen a lot of credit for LGBTQ rights. Ellen John's doing shit way before, and Ellen John I think gets really uh, really kind of overlooked on that on what he's done yeah for the gay community. So put some respect on Elton's name just out there. Um, but yeah, dude, seventy two's got what two kids? I'll say he's got two twins. Kids, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's been sober for twenty eight years, which good for him, man. Like, I, seeing that at the end of the movie, that made me really, like, that warmed my heart a little bit. I'm like, okay, man. Like, good on you. So, yeah, man. A-plus for me. Uh, yeah, kind of your final thoughts and grades, sir. 
Um, yeah, man. Um, like I said, I, I liken this more to all that jazz. I'm actually going to watch all that jazz again now because of this. Okay. Um, if, like, I like Across the Universe better than this, personally. Okay. But I love Across the Universe. Like, I have a real, like, soft spot for that flick, like, majorly. Um, but I don't want to take away from this. I feel like okay. the beginning. I feel like the beginning is a little slow for my liking, but once it kicks off, it really fucking kicks off. Cassie, do you like this more than Ray? More than Ray? More than Ray? Yeah. Ray's really fucking good. It is. That, that, that's why I'm asking though, because because this falls in the walk the line territory for me personally. Because I remember I love walk the line. I I haven't seen Ray in a while. I've seen walk. I saw walk the line actually like a year ago. And so it's right there for me, but I... See, Walk the Line... I like Walk the Line more than Ray. Okay. Walk the Line's kind of my favorite of those. Interesting, okay. But I've liked Johnny Cash. You know what I mean? no, that's fair. Like, um, So that's kind of like some favoritism I could admit to. For me, um, this is better than Dreamgirls. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I love Dreamgirls. Like, I really love yeah, Dreamgirls. Yeah, and that's a good one, too. But uh, I like this more than Dreamgirls. I like this... More than uh, this kind of falls into the Star Is Born remake territory for me. I love the Star Is Born, and while I like that slightly more than this, the gap is pretty small for me. So just as a point of reference, but I do love me some Walk the Line, and I think Joaquin kind of got screwed out of the Oscar year. But that's a whole other conversation. So. That is true. <laughs> um, I agree to all that. He got screwed, but hey, what can you do? Um, Joker in October. <laughs> <laughs> Joker in October is right. Yep. What if he wins for that? Oh, that That'd would be, be fucking fun. Two people winning for playing the, playing the Joker. Right. That would be some shit, right? Right. Um, anyway, though, um, <laughs> Taron Edgerton's fucking brilliant in this. I will give him all the fucking credit in the world. He's fucking brilliant. Doesn't in this. shoot one arrow, by the way. <laughs> Doesn't shoot one fucking arrow. Thank God. But the, but. You're right, man. I had no frame of reference. So to see him go from Robin Hood to this, I'm like, holy shit, kid. Yeah. You fucking nailed it. Yeah. You know, like, fucking pretty goddamn spot on. Um, I'm calling it right now. He'll get an Oscar nomination for this. I think rightfully so. I I, I really think he's going to. Well, apparently when they showed this at uh, 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 Cannes, it got like a four minute staying ovation. So, if you're getting four minute staying long ovations, you you at least you should get a Golden Globe nomination. Right. So I think he'll get the Golden Globe nomination. I think a lot more people will see this on video personally because because unfortunately this falls in like Shazam and Game, Toy Story, like like it's, it's summer movie season. So I think while this is good alternative. Uh, viewing, it might get lost in the shuffle because there's so much shit coming out right now. So, I agree with that to an extent. Okay. But I don't know, man. Like, I think this might be an alternative for parents for them to be like, okay, kids, you go watch your movie. Mom and dad are going to go watch. That, go, go watch uh, fucking Rocket Man instead. That, that, that's true. I, I think this will have a better. I think we'll have a great life on video. I do too. After because I think once we hit and get into like September, October, when Oscar season starts to ramp up, people are gonna seek this out. So I think I, I don't. It won't have the legs Bohemian Rhapsody did. Bohemian Rhapsody, good grief! 
almost made a billion dollars. Like it won't have those legs, which, which I which that that's like a. Well, I remember last year that and Aquaman, like Aquaman made a billion. This uh, it almost made a billion. I'm like, what is happening at the box office? I'm like, Bumblebee deserves all the money that Aquaman. Oh, like, dude. like, like, can we take the money from Bohemian Rhapsody and Aquaman <laughs> and split it between like Shazam and like, and like Bumblebee in Bumblebee, like two movies that deserve to make a lot of money? But sorry, sorry, you're great. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so Rocketman, I mean, he's fucking brilliant. Uh, I thought Jamie Bell was fucking great. Yeah. Um, everyone, so Bryce Dallas Howard, oh man, okay, so when she says to him about choosing a life that'll make, leave him unloved. Yeah. That fucking shattered me. I'm sitting there, I'm just like, God Damn you. Yeah. Like, I was just like, like that whole, like, oh, like, I feel that, you know. And the thing is, mm. like, mm-hmm. since we are in Pride Month, the amount of people who've heard that is way higher than it has any right to be, or some variation of that. Right. And that's where it really, like, I actually wouldn't, Jesus Christ, out loud. Like, our, our th- you could hear a pin drop after that line. You know, and the shitty thing is, too, man, that, uh, like, you would. I wonder how many people are going to, like, out of fear and spite, are just going to, like, drag this through the fucking dirt. You know what I mean? I I get what you're saying. Like, just for the sake of hate. You know what I mean? Because there's those douchebags out there. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody got it. Yeah. Just because Freddie was gay, people were talking all this trash. Yeah. Like. By the way, to put that out there before anyone even thinks it. In no way am I mad at Bohemian Rhapsody because Freddie Mercury's gay. If he was in the podcast, you know that's true. I just didn't think it was that good of a film. I just think this is better. Sorry. Just, just to put that out there. No, no, no. You're good, man. Um, but, you know, I'm just... Yeah. Uh, this was... Like I said, when I compared it to all that jazz, it, it bumped it up for me. I'm going to give this a... Uh, for me, it's a B plus. Okay. Solid B+. Plus. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say... An A minus. A minus. Okay. Changing that to an A minus. Okay. See, I I'm okay, and honestly, like this is this is at kind of like a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ninety one percent. Pardon me, with an eighty eight percent audience score out of wow, sixty three thousand uh, thirty uh, audience score. Which, by the way, Rotten Tomatoes, thank you so much for actually making people have to verify if they've seen shit now. Like, what a fuck. Why they weren't doing that before? It's kind of confusing me, but whatever. They're doing it now, like. Steps are being taken so people just can't troll shit. So, thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Um, yeah, go see this. I mean, oh God, we've got what? we got Dark Phoenix coming out this week. Uh, uh, Shaft is next week. Oh! Which, 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 can you take it? Oh, which, which, if you'd like to review that. Oh, yeah. I am so down. Perfect. Oh my god, I'm so down. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for Shaft. I am so yeah. stoked for yeah. Shaft. I'm like Elton John, I'm stoked for Shaft. Oh, <laughs> okay. man. But off that note, guys, have you seen Rocketman? What's your favorite Elton John song? I think Sorry Nights Are Right for Fighting. That's I, your favorite I think Elton that's, John I think song? that'd be mine. Um, I think mine is uh, This Train Don't Stop Here Anymore. That's a great one. I really like that song. Like, I know it's one of his, like, later in his career ones, but 
Did you ever see the uh, music video to that? No. So it's a music video of like younger Elton running from a mob of fans behind him in super slow-mo. Okay. And the person playing young Elton is Justin Timberlake. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Legit, man. Oh, that's a trip. Um, it's a damn good song. Like, I really like it, man. Like, I, I don't know why. It just gets to me a lot. And, I mean, I recognize every other song, great song that he's done. Yeah. But, you know, guy is brilliant. I'm sad that I didn't get a chance to see him. Like, I, he was in Tahoe two years ago, man. Was he really? Yes, he oh, was. Oh, in damn. one of the summer series. Or it might have been three years ago, but still. He was here recently enough. Um, and now he's retiring. It's, it's a bummer, but... You know, for these kind of biopics, if they're like turned into more raw imagination, and this is a steer a steer in that direction while being somewhat factual. Uh, yeah, cause, cause, now okay, so it, it's funny. One reason I actually knocked it down to an eight plus is because there's this point where he's talking to his manager and he asks, him, "What's his name? What's your name? Oh, what's your last name?" And he sees a picture of the Beatles, and I went, "Okay, movie." <laughs> like I'm like, I know you have to take liberties, but I was like, God damn, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, right, dude. That was like the one moment for a second that took that really took me out of it. I was like, mm. <laughs> I, was like I was like, really? <laughs> like, yeah, like that that actually bugged me. I was like, okay, no, that's not how it happened at all. But um, but they uh, so between you know that kind of thing, there's a reliance on the Rocket Man bars. In terms of the music, okay. on dramatic moments of the film, and it's a bit much. Okay, like it's there. A, like once you notice it, you notice it throughout the rest of the film, and it's like, okay, you're trying to give like a little bit more music in between to keep give it keep like having that musical feel. Yeah, but this there's parts where it feels really out of place for me. Okay, so I gotta go with an A minus. Okay, yeah. I'll be honest, I didn't notice that. Uh, I'm sure if I went back and watched it and I noticed I'd be like, oh, okay, like I see what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but, okay, that's that, that's fair, though. That's at least a fair criticism. That's a fair criticism. I just, I honestly don't remember that. Yeah. But, but uh, guys, what's your favorite Elton John song? Let us know. Uh, you can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can go ahead and follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes for a limited time. Um, uh, uh, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Podcasts at The Real Pineapple. Uh, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real O'Neill. Um, guys, we will not have a review up this week for Dark Phoenix because your boy's going to New Hampshire. So if I come back and I'm talking about how I love Fox News and shit, you know I got get outed. So just <laughs> so just so just keep so, so make sure I sound myself or send help. But uh, OJ, you have a podcast that's wonderful. How can they go ahead and find that? Why, thank you, sir. And yes, I do. <laughs> and, you, and you can find uh, myself and my partner, KJ, at soundcloud.com backslash on the fly dash KJOJ. Uh, you can find us on Twitter collectively at KJ and OJ, spelled out. That's KJ A N D O J. Uh, my personal Twitter is at uh, the O to the J, and that's uh, number two, not. T-W-O, so T-H-E-O, number two, T-H-E-J. Sorry. Okay. I was kind of like spell so it out. No, no, you're good. There. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those nice guys. But um, <laughs> you can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash O to the J. And uh, yeah, 
Holla, holla, holla. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will have a, one more review up this week. I completely negating what I just said. Uh, we'll have one review up for uh, for uh, 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 book uh, Booksmart, uh, which was Olivia uh, Wilde's uh, directorial debut. She just came out with, which I've heard nothing but good stuff about. So I will have a review. We'll have a review up for that Thursday night. That'll be the last thing I do before I uh, head to the airport. But guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye.